Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Stand by for an urgent bulletin. Showtime. Are you ready? I'm ready. Are you ready? Here we go. Ready. This is the Bob and Jeff Show, starring Bob Lutz. My job is to run this show. I'm as confused as I've ever been. In Jason Duda, for today anyway. Man, I am so much smarter than I get credit for, or that I give myself credit for. That sounds like a lethal combination. 97.5 and 1240 KFH. Stand by for action. Hello again, everybody. It is a Wednesday edition, the Bob and Jeff Show, KFH Radio. Sitting in today for Jeff is Jason Duda. I have not had a day off this show yet in the new year. What are your thoughts about that? What is it, like the 17th? Well, I guess I was off the 2nd. You're uh, off the 2nd. I was off the 2nd. So, so you, I, you have had a I day I correct off. myself. So really, it's not that bad. Well, Jeff, how many has he had off? Well, Talk to four? him. Talk to him. If you're going to allow him to take days off whenever he wants, then he's going to take them. That's a good point. It's the Bob and, and I like Jeff the way show. you said, Am I go- if I'm going to allow him. So if you're going to allow it, then he's going to do it. Which, Give uh, an inch, take a mile. It's your kid. What do you think they're going to do? Which shows that you regard me as the superior being on the show. Never said that. Never, ever did I say that. You said that. Well, you said if you allow him. Well, if you allow never him. You say to Jeff, if you allow Bob to. Oh, I will. You will? Absolutely. Well, that's completely out of sort. Oh, so that's wrong. That way it's wrong. Yes. Okay. I'm glad that we got that figured out. Jeff, uh, off today. He's wallowing in his glee. Uh, Pascal Siakam traded to the Indiana Pacers from the Toronto Raptors. For three first-rounders, New Orleans always uh, also involved, and a couple players went to Toronto. But now they've got, dare I say, Be careful two superstars in Indiana, in Pascal Siakam and Tyrese Halliburton. Uh, that makes that team very dangerous. I know you don't follow the NBA, but you've got Boston, Milwaukee, Philadelphia, and I don't know that we – can't throw Indiana into that mix. Well, you after might have this trade. To. You might have to after the trade. I. Uh, this is painful to sit here and talk about this because we know Jeff's listening, and the fact that we're going to say that Indiana all of a sudden might be better is hard to spit out. It is a little hard to be to spit out, but it's undeniable that uh, you're picking up a guy that. 
uh, is going to really help your team. And this is this fills a hole that Indiana had. Pascal Siakam averaging 22.2 points, 6.3 rebounds, 4.9 assists. I don't know if that's super. Those are superstar numbers, but it's certainly star numbers. And uh, we'll see. Yeah, that's good all I them. got on that. Good for them. Good for them. Here's what we have on the show today. Looking forward to it. Addie Brown, formerly of Derby High School, All-State uh, girls basketball player. Uh, she went up to Iowa State. She's a true freshman, and she's tearing up the Big 12. Addie Brown will join us at 225 on a, on a game day for Iowa State. On a game yes, day? Yes, that's wow. big. That's big. At 245, Hutchinson, boys coach. Brian Miller, the Salt Hawks, uh, with only one loss. Uh, they're very good, and they're in a very good Class 5A. So we look forward to that discussion uh, with Brian Miller of Hutchinson coming up at 245. Uh, then at 3 o'clock, Mike Furches will be our guest, and we'll talk some pop culture with, uh, with Mike. And I'm loaded to bear with pop culture. That, that Are been, you? I've been kind of immersed in movies, TV. Uh, we watched the Emmys. We're just, uh, we're kind of there. Okay. Uh, so I look forward to that, talking with uh, Mike Furches. We might do a Bob and Duda draft uh, coming up at 325 if you're up for it. What kind of draft are we doing? Well, you know, the Bob and Jeff draft. You've done one of those with Jeff, I believe, where you draft eight entities from a certain topic. Okay. Uh, and then you compare them. Fair enough. I haven't decided yet. Well, we'll figure, we'll see how the show goes, and we'll, we'll yeah. go from there. That's how we roll anyway. I've been up since 6.15 this morning. Now, I know to you that's nothing. No. Uh, but I was, man, I came out of the shoot firing. I was really good all morning long, getting a lot of stuff done, uh, a lot of stuff. And since about 1.30, I've hit a wall. The old wall. It shows up. When do you hit it? I seem to hit mine more around 10, 10.30. In the morning? Yeah. Well, when you're up at 3.30, that's about the well, same What do you do you. to, to uh, take care of the wall? Well, either go do something or take a nap. Just a 10, 15-minute power nap. I was in the routine of naps a little bit, and I've fallen out of that routine. I, I'm... I've hit a wall, but I don't feel tired necessarily. I just feel kind of drained. Does that make sense? Yeah. There is a difference. There is. See, my wall is I can't keep my eyes open. I'm, my eyes are open. I just don't know. I, I'm just want to, I, I don't know. I just, I, I just want to, I just want to sit and not say anything for a few hours. Or do anything. Which is a bad, uh, a bad thing when you have a radio show. Yeah, that's going to be tough, especially if I'm co-hosting. <laughs> no, you do plenty of talking. Uh, I don't know. Jeff disputes almost everything. So that that gets things going, I guess. Gets things Although heated. it's aggravating. Well, yes, because he, he likes to uh, he likes to argue. He does like he to likes argue. to somehow prove. He, I think he's more interested in proving you wrong than him right. Does that make sense? No, that makes some sense. And it's, uh, you know, I've been proven wrong many times. Well, so have I. I don't know why you would take glee in it, uh, but he <laughs> seems to. Uh, I don't know. Watch K-State last night. 
especially zoned in on the second half. What a battle royale they had with Baylor up at Bramlage Coliseum. Aesthetically, not a pleasing basketball game, but an absolute dogfight. K-State wins it in overtime. That's a nice win for them uh, as they remain relevant in the Big 12 uh, with a team that is getting better under Jerome Tang. That guy can coach. He has a connection with, with their, especially their student body, that is just remarkable. Um, and that was a good game to watch. KU clicked on all cylinders last night. Uh, they showed what they can be. And uh, they are, uh, they just overwhelmed Oklahoma State and Stillwater. So Johnny Furphy, the uh, freshman for them, continues to get better. This is the thing about Bill Self, who's proven it year after year, decade after decade. By March, that team's... They'll be fine. Fine. They're better than fine. Yeah, but fine, KU fine. There you go. Not, not basketball fine, KU fine. I know. We It was just a week ago they went to Orlando and lost the game that nobody saw no, coming. Nobody did, but it's sports. It is sports, but Central Florida... I, I, I agree with you. That was bizarre. I agree. Maybe the most bizarre result of the season. But a lot of times in those situations, it's an eye-opener. Right? Yeah. So a lot of times you losing a game like that actually helps your club. That's and uh it maybe that's what's gonna happen with KU. I, I don't know. I'm not gonna I don't got a crystal ball. But in sports, if when you lose a game that you know you should not lose, all of a sudden it's oh boy, what what was that? We need to uh we need to reassess a couple things. But it's certainly a coaching tool. I'm sure Bill Self had that team's attention in a way he maybe hadn't. Uh, so KU back on track, K-State holding steady, the Big 12 looking uh, as good as ever, can't wait to watch more. It's going to be uh, an absolute treat uh, to see what happens the rest of the way. Now, I know you're locked in. By the way, uh, your picks didn't go all that well. I got to find them here. No, You I don't are think... running out of time, my friend. Uh, you know, I think I've just – conceded the fact that I'm going to allow one of you guys to win this. <laughs> Finally. I think that's where I'm at. You think so? I do. Now, that's not a decoy, is it? It's not a decoy. Give us a false sense of optimism. And I love to do that with my buddies back home, but no, this is just, it is what it is. Well, you, you only got three games right, but you did score points. You had 21 points. I got five games right and only had four more points, but you got to start, you got to start denting my lead and you're not. I know. I know. It's disappointing. Very disappointing. I'm up. Uh, I'm up now 12 over Jeff. I'm up. I'm up 21 over Max and I'm up 47. 47. Over 47. What? Uh, I can get that back. You would need a perfect week and I would need a winless week. How many more weeks we got? Well, let's see here. We've got one, two, three, four. We got the divisional. We got the conference. Then we have a week off, and we have the Super Bowl. So, if we pick games in in that week off, well, there are no football games, but I'm we could probably come up with a slate of basketball games. Uh, so there, the maximum would be four more weeks of picks. Oh, I still got time. I didn't realize I had that much time left. 
There well, is, yeah, there is theoretically time, but when you have all three of us to pass, <laughs> I, don't, I don't know that I see listen, that happening. Listen, it's an issue, okay? It's an issue that I have right now, and I don't think I'm going to be able to fix it. But I'm not going to quit. No, you're going to continue a, to make. There's still a chance. Well, we got the four uh, playoff games. We'll pick uh, three basketball games, and then we're going to pick a couple of off the, you know, of course. path. Why wouldn't we? We'll pick over under on Kansas City Buffalo, and then we'll pick uh, 500 yards over under for Mahomes and Kelly combined in that game. Okay, let's Fair talk enough. about that. 500 what? yards for Allen. In that weather for Allen and Mahomes. Yes. Yeah, that's an under. I may have to adjust it. Well, Allen's going to run the ball. I mean, he only threw for, what, 190-something last week or 202 or something like that against Pittsburgh because he runs the ball so much. And they've been running the ball. I don't know if you Stephon can run Diggs it. Stephon Diggs has disappeared. Yeah. I don't know if you can run it with that. I think these teams got to throw uh, in this game. Uh, the weather's going to be cold, but. I think you got to throw to win this game. I don't think you can win it running. And uh, the Chiefs, are the Chiefs in Buffalo's head? That's my question. Yeah, but the Buffalo's, it's always been at Kansas City, right? Yes. That's the difference, I think. 13 I, seconds. Remember that one? Yo, I remember. Do I think they're in their head? I don't know if they're in their head, but I'm, I'm sure it's thought about. But at the same time, now they're at home. I, man, I don't know. I mean, Kansas City just—they're not the same. Buffalo's—they kind of look the same against Miami. Miami's Miami couldn't beat anybody that had a 500 or better record, though. Miami was not that good of a team. They were flashy, but they weren't—they weren't that good. Right now, the Bills are three-point. Home favorite. And that means everyone's betting Buffalo because it was at started at two or two and a half. So if it's up to three, that means everybody's saying Buffalo's gonna win. I'm this. sure most people are in my situation with the Chiefs. I have trouble picking against them. It's almost like I've been programmed. I they've been so good for quite a while now. I mean they've been good for a long time. They have. And this line looks like, oh, they can, they're going to win this game in Buffalo. You would not be shocked if the Chiefs go into Buffalo and win. Oh, no. I wouldn't be shocked if Buffalo wins. I wouldn't be shocked if Kansas City wins. It's a toss-up as far as I'm concerned. And I would give the edge to Buffalo because they're at home. Here's a That's line where I, I'm at with it. Here's a line I just don't get. Baltimore 9.5 over Houston. Yeah. I know Baltimore's really good. I get it, man. They are. I've I've said it. Uh, they are. They're the best team in the NFL, in my opinion. But man, Houston is good, especially offensively. Offensively, but you're going to be on the road now. You're not in your dome. You're not at home. They don't really have a lot of weapons except for Nico Collins. Brown might play as another wide receiver. They don't know yet. I, I think going into Baltimore, and I've always noticed this going into this division this weekend from last weekend, is the teams that look really good, then they get in, and so so your seven seeds or your six seeds or your five seeds or whoever it is, 
then they have to go play that top seed who's had a bye week, time to prepare, time to get everybody rested. Always seems that they come out firing. Is it going to happen? I don't know. But over the years, that's how I've seen it go. Do I like the line? No. I don't like the line. I think it's too many, but I don't think I could play Houston. I don't think I could play Houston in that game. Mm. I, I know this what you're wh- saying. This is why you're last. Oh, I mean, one, I'm sorry, but the- one year. Oh, and we're talking about a totally different. We're not talking about the regular season. We're talking about the playoffs. You just said Baltimore is the best team in the NFL. Come on, Bob. How many of the uh, NFL games did you get right last weekend? I think I tossed the sheet away. Uh, no, I have it. Well, I got Dallas wrong. I know that. I know I got Tampa right because you got Tampa the and the and you picked the Rams. Yeah, uh, which we all well, except for Max. So you got two of the uh, six NFL games right. Yeah, because I had I like Cleveland. Max was zero. Oh no, he got Buffalo. Uh, he got one. Jeff got two, and I got three. So. If you're out there in the audience and you're listening for an expert, seems uh, I'm your guy. Oh, jeez. <laughs> yeah, three and three. Here's your guy. Well, there he is. You know, based on based on the competition. Uh, if I was going to, if I was a betting man, I would. I like the overs of a lot of games this weekend rather than trying to pick the teams. Weather's always, you never know. 50 and a half points out in San Francisco with the Packers and 49ers. That should be You'd an think over. that should be an over. That should be an over. You'd think. But San Francisco can really defend. Can they? Yeah, they're good. They're good. Against the, they're, not as, they're not that good. Nah. No. Again, no. Uh, due no. to 82 and 86. Good for player. The, <laughs> for the year. Uh, Bob, 89 and 79. I mean, I, again, I hate to go to that. I hate to go to that well. You you hate it. I certainly would. If you were leading, I'd go to the well and let the people know. Uh, but I, we pick on you a little bit about the NFL because it's the only thing you like. Uh, the NFL is the only thing you like. I do. So I like you'd think you'd do a little better, frankly. Frankly? Frankly? Frankly. Well, when it comes to picking spreads this year, it hasn't been good. It's okay, but I mean, hasn't been good. Nine and a half. I I I don't like the line. I think Baltimore wins that game, but it's hard not to give up almost ten points. Same thing. I with San Francisco. Uh, I have tied my uh, myself to some degree to the Houston Texans. I like the team. I like the coach. I like the vibe. Baltimore, the best team in the NFL. I'll say it again. I think that game is going to go down to the wire. Uh, Green Bay, San Francisco. That's the uh, that's that's the game where the team that went on the road, Green Bay, and dominated Dallas. Their second week on the road. I don't think they'll rise to this occasion. I don't expect that to be a highly competitive game. I've got that in the 10 to 14 point range for the 49ers. I got like 30, I got like 34-20 is what I got. I mean, we're on the same page. We are. Tampa Bay, Detroit. Tampa Bay, only six and a half point underdog. I get it. They're fun. Baker Mayfield's kind of that working class blue collar guy. But Detroit's going to win that game by 
two touchdowns. Well, in my opinion, and you can throw against Detroit. You can throw the ball, which Tampa wants to do. I think that's another high-scoring affair. It'll just be how close can they keep it? Do they get the backdoor touchdown? I like Detroit in that game myself as well. Detroit just pick, beat a team that loves to pass in the Rams. To pick that line, I, I don't know. I don't like it either. I don't like any of the lines this week. No, I don't, I don't feel comfortable picking any game with the actual lines that are out there. Well, you do. That's why they put lines out. Well, I know that, Bob. That's what I'm saying. That's you know. Again, I don't want to go to the well, but you will. <laughs> Here he goes again. That's what uh, that's what we do. That that's the odds. So pick against the odds. See how you do. Uh, I'm ten over. Uh, we picked now uh, 168 games. Oh my goodness! This year, I'm ten over. If I'd actually put a hundred dollars on every game, uh, I would have won. I would have won eighty nine hundred. I would have lost seventy nine hundred, and I would have lost ten dollars in every game in juice. So seven nine. So I would have. I'd be up about two hundred dollars. Yep. Even a ten over. Yep. That's why that shows why gambling's. That's why. Ridiculous. That's why Vegas is still there. Exactly. That's exactly. I'm having why. a good year, and all these games, I'd be up two hundred dollars. Yeah. Not. Not good. It's crazy. That's not good. No. Being ten games over five hundred. Playing that many games. Yeah. Can't I mean, even pocket a grand. Wouldn't even notice it. Nope. We're talking over the course of 20 weeks. Yeah, you won $210. $210 in 20 weeks. Uh, $20 a week. Thank you. I appreciate it. It's nice. Yeah, I'll buy, you know. Where am I at? Let's see what I would have done. Well, you won 88. Uh, so, I'm sorry. You won 80, 82 at 100. So, that's 8,200. You lost 86. That's 8,600. You're down 400 right there. Plus another eight sixty. So I'm down twelve sixty. You're, you're down. Yeah, that's significant. Yeah, that's a kick in the kajikis. That's for sure. That's a little more. Yeah, that makes a little more impact. Yeah, I don't like that. All right, time for a break. We've got to uh, get going. Addie Brown from Iowa State will join us next. The Bob and Jeff Show. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight 
the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter, and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. This is the Bob and Jeff Show on 97.5 and 1240 KFH. We are joined by Addie Brown, Iowa State freshman from the great town, the great suburb, my my hometown, Derby, Kansas. Addie, welcome. How are you? Thanks. Thanks for having me. I'm doing good. I'm currently in Lubbock, and we're, we're getting ready to play tonight, so doing good. Yeah, we really appreciate you joining us on a game day. That's uh that's really an honor, and uh, we appreciate it. So Iowa State, 5-0 and right now in the Big 12, 12-4 12 overall. Addy uh, from Derby, as I said, averaging 14.6 points, 9.3 rebounds, also leads the Cyclones in assists. And I got to ask you, we know what a fantastic high school player you were. Uh, did you expect to have this much success this early in the Big 12? Uh, not necessarily. I think I maybe thought, you know, it'd be a little bit more of a slower transition just getting into Big 12 play. But, you know, I've obviously been happy with what I've done so far. And, um, you know, I think a lot of my hard work in the offseason paid off. So, Eddie, I'm curious, um, when you're going and, and obviously you're on the road today, what uh, what's your daily routine? And uh, do you have any superstitions that you go through uh, before a game? Yeah, that's that's a funny question. Um, so normally we wake up around eight ish or so, depending on what time the game is. Tonight it's at six. You know, we have pregame breakfast, um, and then we we had some study hall today because we're back in classes. So that's always fun, I guess. Um, and then we headed to the gym for shoot around, and I try and keep my routine the same there. Like with the coach I use, uh, I use Coach Dyer for passing and stuff at the end, and we hit certain spots. Um, before, you know, the time runs out, and that's kind of my superstition. And then um, I also have gum every time I play, so that's kind of a weird fact. But every time I play, I have to have a piece of gum in my mouth. So that's it, really. And then we kind of have, you know, downtime to relax, work on school, take a nap, whatever, and then we have pregame meal here in a little bit. Talking uh, with Addie Brown uh, from Iowa State, formerly of Derby, where she last season was the Gatorade Kansas Girls Basketball Player of the Year. Your scoring and your rebounding numbers, awesome. I mean, you're having an incredible freshman year. Leading the team in assists, tell us about that and uh, how that part of your game developed. Yeah, um, Honestly, I would say it just it helps when you have really good teammates around you. Um, we have, you know, I'm surrounded by really good shooters and Audie Crooks inside who makes it really easy to just give her the ball and she's going to score that layup. So I would say it's a lot easier than it looks um, with the team that I have around me. And I've just tried to utilize that and uh, really share the ball because that creates opportunities for myself as well. Eddie, going back to high school, uh, looking back on that now, obviously it's not that long ago but what did you learn what did you take from from playing high school at derby the success that you had um you know countless number of of records and and i got to watch you when you were playing at maze my kids go to maze um a great player but what did you take from your high school years i would say 
like a, I took, you know, leadership away, how to be a good leader. I would say that in my time in Derby, the four years I was there, I really understood, you know, how to be a good leader for my team under Coach Karzak and Coach Harrison. And that's one thing that I've transferred over here. You know, I'm always talking. I'm always vocal with my teammates. And um, I found ways to win, too, you know. Throughout the four years, I had a different team, you know, two different coaches and different looks, but we found ways to win. And so that's another thing I think that I've brought here as well. And, you know, so far we've we've done that, and that's been really exciting. Uh, talking here with uh, Addie Brown from Iowa State. Uh, so Caitlin Clark, she takes, a, she takes up a lot of the oxygen. I mean, women's basketball has reached new levels of popularity. Uh, largely in, in because of her, she's certainly been a driving force. You played Iowa earlier this season. Uh, what was your, what were your thoughts going into that game, and were you starstruck at all, or do uh, what are your thoughts about her and and not only her abilities but the way she's really kind of taken uh, college sports over in, in some ways. Yeah, I think, I mean, we were all really excited to play that game, of course, you know, with the rivalry. But for me, it was kind of just, you know, a moment where I got to sit back and just realize, like, yeah, like you said, I'm playing, I'm getting ready to play against one of the best, you know, players college game has ever seen. So it was, you know, it was really cool. Um, but I think once the ball picked up, she was just another player to me and my team, and that's kind of how we had to play. But before the game, there were definitely some thoughts just seeing her on the other side and realizing that, okay, like, we're really about to do this. And all respect to her. Like, she's a great player, and um, it was a really fun game, one that I'll, I'll never forget. And I got to play against her, so that's always cool. So, and, and a little bit more on that, obviously, now that you're at the collegiate level, what, what are you finding that's uh, maybe some of the more difficult things on the court that obviously in high school you don't have to worry about as much. You know, obviously you're going to play against some teams that just aren't as good, but, you know, um, you're going to be playing against some really good players. So how do you go into those games looking at that, and how much how much difference for preparation for yourself do you do? You do? Yeah, I think the major thing is just the physicality um, and the, the change of speed. Like, the game is really fast, and – Sometimes you can get, you know, sped up and turn the ball over and make passes you probably shouldn't be making. And so that's something I had to figure out early on was that the game's a lot faster and the defense is a lot, you know, quicker. Um, you know, they're going to get their hands on passes. And I've had to adapt to that. Um, you know, our practice squad does a great job really, you know, pressuring us in practice. So we kind of get that taste every day. But really the physicality is another thing, just taking care of the ball and learning to finish through contact um, are things that, you know, I'm still working on, but things that are different from the high school level for sure. Talking uh, with Addie Brown, take us through your uh, recruiting process. You know, I'm, I've am i been in Kansas forever. I, uh, I always hope that our best players uh, stay in state. That's just me. Certainly don't hold it against those who venture out of state. Uh, take us through your recruiting process and why, Iowa State was you deem that to be your best opportunity? Yeah, um, you know, really, I knew from a young age that I wanted to stay close, closer to home. So from there, I was, you know, able to pretty much narrow my options down, and a lot of my options were just Big Twelve schools because they're close. Um, and so, you know, I took a lot of visits, ended up narrowing my list down to five. I think those five were um, Iowa State, K State, Oklahoma State. Texas Tech, I think I'm missing one, um, but 
anyways, I narrowed down to five. I ended up taking only one official visit. I'd already committed to Iowa State by then. But I think, you know, the main thing for me was just the coaching and realizing that, you know, my coaches weren't going to go anywhere. They've been at Iowa State for 20 years plus, the whole staff. And so just knowing that, you know, they're not going to pack up and leave one year was big for me. And then the other thing was what Coach Finley has been able to do with, like, players like myself, um, versatile players. You know, I didn't want to go somewhere where I was just going to be stuck in one position. And so that was another big thing. Like, he's used me all over the floor. Um, as far as, like, X's and O's go, like, he's the best. Um, and I really do mean that. And so each game, you know, we have different plays and stuff that he utilizes, different players, and uh, that was another big thing. And then last, I would say just, like, the crowd. Um, I don't I don't know if you guys have ever been to a game in Hilton, um, but it's, it's different. And, you know, we get supported, you know, like the men's team. I mean, they pack the house for us, and – it's it's really really cool to see you know we'll go out in public and be noticed by all kinds of people so I appreciate that and the support that women's sports matter as long as you know um, we're playing hard and giving them what they want to see so for sure I was uh, struck by your comment that you from a young age wanted to stay close to home your older sister Kennedy also a fantastic player at Derby uh, went to Oregon State and then transferred to Duke uh, I don't think she shared your same a level of uh, fondness for proximity. Not at all. You know, she must she must really not like us. I don't know. Something. <laughs> Eddie, I, I'm curious on how stressful it was for you to make this decision to go to Iowa State. Um, I'm sure you had numerous, numerous offers to go. But how, how was the process just for you personally to try to pick a school that you – were hoping would be right for you? Or was it just one of those cases where you went to Iowa State and it was like, that? this is it? I think, I mean, every, everyone's process is definitely stressful. And I think narrowing down your, your teams is the most stressful part. Just having to, you know, call a coach and tell them, hey, like, I'm not going to come play for you. It's hard. Um, and it's, it's a hard conversation to have. And I think, you know, along the time I was getting recruited, the transfer portal was just, like, new and big. And so that was another thought in the back of my head, like, okay, well, if I don't commit by this time, like, are they going to fill my spot? So there were a lot of different thoughts, you know, going through my head during the recruiting process. Um, But I think, like you said, once I took my visit to Iowa State, like, I knew that place was special. And, you know, I took one more just to confirm it. But after I took the second one, I I knew that's where I wanted to be and that's where I was going to thrive. Well, we're greatly appreciative of you coming on our show at any point, but especially on a game day. But I will say the chances of you having a huge game tonight uh, just went up precipitously because you did come on this show, Addy. Okay. Hey, that's good energy right there. That's good. (laughs) Go get them tonight. Thank you. Thank you, guys. Have a good one. You bet. Addy Brown, Iowa State women's basketball. They are in Lubbock to face Texas Tech tonight. And I'll be keeping an eye on that game because you know me. If she ends up with uh, five points, two rebounds, and five fouls, yeah, uh, I don't know what I'll do. Uh, you just won't mention it. But if she has a good game, like oh. she probably will, uh, thank God I'm not on the show tomorrow. <laughs> That's how we'll start the show tomorrow. <laughs> Go for it. Love to see a Derby kid be successful. You know what I'm saying? Well, I'm sure you do. I mean, that's where you went to school. Yeah. But, uh, you know, and for me, I, I'm, I don't really have any ties. Uh, my kids obviously go to Mays, if anybody who listens to this show. So anybody from the from the city, I, I you know, I, I cheer for. I hope they do well. 
Yeah, I remember those days in Derby oh, half a here. century ago. Boy, they were fun. Half a century. Half a century ago. We have Brian Miller, the boys' basketball coach at Hutchinson. Salt Hawks are 6-1 and one, uh, going into their midseason tournament coming up a little bit later, well, actually tomorrow, uh, in McPherson where they'll face St. James Academy. Uh, Brian, welcome. How are you? I'm doing well. How are you guys? We're doing well. We appreciate you coming on the show. So you're six and one. I was just uh, kind of examining your roster, and uh, what I noticed. Uh, maybe you'll differ. Maybe I don't have an accurate one. I'm looking at Max Preps. Uh, you don't have a very tall team, do you? <laughs> no, no, we don't. We uh, I don't know what's in the water down here in Hutch, but uh, it's uh, the height is not on our side. So we. We start a lot of guys under six foot, and our five man's about six two, six three. Um, so we that's that's about all we got. Yeah, tell us about that because that's that's interesting. I mean, you are a a five A high school. You got a lot of people there. Uh, has that been the case normally at Hutch? And how do you go about coaching a team that lacks uh, size like this? Yeah, you, you know, when I was in high school, I went to Hutch High, and so when I was in high school, we always had. Six, 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 seven guys. Um, you know, and, and myself, I'm six two. I played the two guard. Uh, you know, so we had good size, good length, and, and you know, there was, I'd say, probably five or six guys on our team that could each dunk the basketball. Um, so I, I don't know. Maybe we're procreating on a smaller level. I keep telling these little short guys, like, you guys got to marry a volleyball girl, and if you're going to break this <laughs> this pattern here. Um, so you know, we're just we're we're cursed with with uh, with with littles all over the floor, but, um, you know, to answer your second question, defensively, we, 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 we switch a lot. We really get in the ball. We pressure the ball. We play in gaps. Um, you know, we, we press, we like to speed you up. Um, and then offensively, you know, we spread you out and, and we share the ball and we drive the ball and we shoot the ball extremely well. So, you know, that's really how we combat some of that. Um, and really, you know, we, we do see size. You know, the, our one loss to Mays South, I mean, probably one of the biggest teams that I've seen in the state. Um, you know, Capen was pretty big last year when we played them in the semifinal game. Uh, but Mays is extremely big and athletic and talented. Um, so that that length bothered us from, from that aspect. Um, do I think they're 27 points bit better than us? Probably not. It was kind of a perfect storm that week for us. But you know, we've been pretty pretty successful with being able to play kind of small ball and just spread people out and and uh, and really use our quickness and to, to to our advantage. Coach, uh, talk about your some of your players. Who's uh, some of your seniors that have stepped up for you, and maybe some guys that uh, have have played well that you didn't maybe expect so far this year. Yeah, that's a great question. Well, we lost a lot of a lot of product productivity from last year's team, and so we have you know we've got six seniors that were juniors that didn't play a whole lot last last year, didn't play have great varsity experience, but you know probably the two seniors that did have the most experience would be Devin Spiller and, and Julian Smith, and both those guys are having a really good uh, year for us, um, but we're really you know. We're, we're led by Terrell King. He's a junior. He's an outstanding three-sport athlete. He's our point guard. You know, he really just can get downhill, make a lot of plays for other people, sets the tone of the backcourt defensively. But, you know, on any given night, um, you know, guys can go off. I mean, Jack Hall has been a kid that's that's really came on for us in the last couple of games and played extremely well. And, 
you know, Julian Smith, I mentioned him earlier. He's he's probably, I guess, Julian's six four, but he's a wing. So, you know, he shoots the ball extremely well for us and, and does a good job. So I'd say those three or four really are leaders. Talking to high school basketball, Brian Miller, the head boys coach at Hutchinson. I think I misspoke. You're seven and one. Am I right about that? No, we're six and one. Yep. We're six and one. Okay. So we, uh, the we, Mays game has been rescheduled, yeah. then I take it. Exactly. Yep. The Mays game will be All played right. uh, on the 26th. So you've had some nice wins. You beat Campus, you beat Goddard. You mentioned the Mays South game. They're kind of the. Uh, uh, they kind of have set the bar. You mentioned playing Capen in the semis last year. 5A still looks strong, and those two teams aren't going away, are they? No, no. They're they're extremely talented and, and well-coached. And, and uh, you know, Joe's done such a good job over there at Mays South just, just, you know, throughout the years hacking and building that thing brick by brick. And, and, and you know, he's – he's reaping the fruits of his labor this year. And I think this is the year where, where they have a, obviously have a, a really good team and a great chance to make a run in state. And then coach Eck, you know, he's always going to have some, some players wherever he goes and, and he's got, you know, a really talented team over there again. And, and uh, so, you know, with those two at the end of the year should be right there. And, and then I think the rest of us, it's just really up for grabs. Coach, uh, obviously you got your tournament coming up. How important is that to you just to get away and, you know, obviously the kids get a chance to bond a little bit away from school, away from parents, totally different situation. Is this something that you really look forward to as a coach? That's another great question. Absolutely. Mid-season tournaments are so much fun. Um, number one, it gives you kind of a, a barometer on your team and where you're at heading into the second half of the season. And it gives you a, it gives you kind of a of an early season look at what the state tournament looks like. You know, that's what I always tell our kids is this is a, this is a great test to see if you can be a tournament team. You can play and make those adjustments and, and play through adversity, be on the road and do all those things. And, and uh, you know, like you said, the most important thing though for us is just the fun we have, you know, cutting up on the vans and, 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 you know, sitting in the stands watching the other teams and going out to eat you know, last year we were out in Dodge, and so we got to stay in the hotel. And, of course, you know, with with high school boys, there's all kinds of antics and, and, and things going on that, you know, no. we discuss over the air. But, I mean, it's <laughs> it's fun. You know, we've got a couple of, you know, myself and Coach Hammersmith, my assistants, we're, we're, we're a little older. And, and those those kids, man, they keep us young and keep us laughing and they keep us on our toes. So it's just a good time for us as coaches to just kind of – you know, put down our, our whistle, so to speak, and just kind of get on their level and have fun with them. So you said you're a little older. How old are you, Brian? Well, I'm I'm 44. Today I feel like 54 with cold in my knees. Uh, but, yep, yeah, 44. Be, be 45 soon, so. I got you by a quarter of a century. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I knew that. that. That's all he wanted to bring up. I mean, that was it. So. I it. <laughs> but look how, look how viable I still am, although – Apparently, I don't ask as good of questions as a retired hockey player. Uh, You'll get there, kid. Don't worry about it. That's right. Uh, Brian Miller from Hutchinson, our guest. So you're going to McPherson to play in your tournament. That's obviously an incredible basketball town. Uh, I'd put Hutch in that category, too. There's been uh, so many memorable things that have happened, not only at Hutch High, but obviously at the junior college They've got a tremendous women's team at the junior college. They've had runs to the to the national championship. Is basketball still as big a deal in Hutch as 
as it has been historically? I think so. Um, you know, and even tonight, you know, the the men and women are playing Barton. Barton comes into town, and and you know that they're, the town's buzzing, so to speak, and and that's a heck of a game when you've got you know the top two teams in the league going at it on the men's side, and then like like you alluded to, you know, Coach Anches has done such a fantastic job with that girls team. I mean, if you if you ever want, and me being a basketball guy, um, you know, I go over there and I watch Coach Anches and Coach Anderson and, and Coach Kirk run practice over there. And I mean, it's as high level as you'll see in basketball, and so. You know, we're we're just glad to just kind of, you know, bring the high school back to that level of respectability to where, you know, you come to our game on a Friday at home and uh, and you're going to see a packed house and it's going to be a, a ruckus environment. And so, you know, same way with the McPherson tournament. I mean, it's a tournament that we haven't been in a while. I played it in when I was when I was a kid growing up and and it's just such a spectacular environment. I mean, there's there's not many places like the roundhouse and. And, and, you know, much like the national tournament in Hutch with all the volunteers and all the people and just the way that it's ran, it's just such a fantastic tournament. And it just just adds to that area. But, um, you know, it's we'll have our hands full for sure, um, and, you know, with Derby and Mac on the other side of that bracket. If, we, if we're so fortunate to make it to Saturday, um, it should be a war. And I expect, you know, the, the, the people of Hutch to come out and support us well. And obviously, you know, the, the fans of McPherson and uh, will support and, and, and be there. And so. Um, I guess to answer your question, I, I, I still think basketball is, is, is run the rule, runs the roost, I should say, um, here in this town. So, And then you come uh, right out of your tournament, you have a home game with Derby uh, <laughs> a week from yesterday. Uh, that's yeah. always fun, talking with Brian Miller from Hutch. So I'm curious, now that you're in the AVCTL and have been for a while, uh, what rivalries have developed for Hutchinson? Is, is Derby – Still the still the one from you know, the old Ark Derby Valley days. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Derby's still probably the the big rival. You know, when I was in high school, Mac was the rival. We don't play them anymore. That was one of the reasons I, I wanted to get into the tournament. But you know, I think May South is obviously a rival of ours. You know, we you know we split with them my second year, and and, and they beat us our first year pretty good, and and uh, and, and we've just kind of getting gotten a little better and better. And then obviously this year they took us to the shed in that first game. So you know. Um, whether it's football, whether it's basketball, you know, that's a big rivalry. I'd say, you know, even, even Mays, um, you know, is a rivalry, but you know, one of the things that's funny, um, you asked that question and, and I asked coach Eck that when I went to work for him one year, I said, coach, what do you think our rival is? And he said, you know, whoever plays us, um, you know, so that's really where we're trying to get to that point where, where you're good enough, where everybody thinks you're their rival. Right. So, you know, mm-hmm. I always think that if you're going to be a rival, then, then you're obviously two pretty good teams for, so for us to just be talked about in that category, you know, means something to me that, you know, we've we've got our program where it needs to be. All right. Well, we appreciate it. It's good catching up with you. Uh, Hutchinson playing in the McPherson tournament. Uh, starting tomorrow night, they have St. James Academy in McPherson. Uh, thanks so much. We appreciate it, Brian. Hey, thanks for having me on. You guys take care. All right. Brian Miller from Hutchinson. As we uh, – Highlight high school basketball. By the way, Capon last night, in the game of the year so far in the state, in my opinion, uh, went to Heights and lost 65-55. Heights, man, Heights is good. In hindsight, I kind of wish I'd gone to the game, but it was so cold. 
And, it's hard for uh, me to get out in this weather. It is hard for me to get out. Thank I, you. Absolutely. Thank you. You're welcome. Feel better? You can get out in any weather, but me, being the old decrepit man I am. Man, you use those. You use that whenever it's convenient for you, don't you? I need to get out and see uh, Heights and Capon. But uh, we'll we'll make it happen. They meet again uh, in February out at Capon. That'll be a heck of a game. It'll be warmer. I'll you go can to get that. to that. I'm making a, I'm making I'm I'm gonna do my best. All right, we've got a break coming. We've got Mike Furches on the other side of that break. He joins us every Wednesday, and he's been gracious enough to join us at the top of our number two. Stay with us. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.